and welcome. This is the UC Santa Cruz News Roundup podcast for the weeks of April 22 to May 4, 2018. May the 4th be with you, Dan. Thank you so much, young Skywalker. Happy Star Wars Day. Thank you. I I'm, this is the day when people choose to say, I am your father. Oh, perhaps. I'm Padme Amidala. I mean, I'm Gwen Jordanay. <laughs> And I'm an editor in the communications and marketing office at UC Santa Cruz. Boba Fett. I'm a renowned bounty hunter. Actually, I'm just uh, Dan White. I'm a writer here, communications and marketing. And we're going to get into the recent news from UC Santa Cruz, all of which you can find at news.ucsc.edu. So first, I mean, not to diminish Star Wars Day in any way, but we did have a bit of a celebration recently. Stunning uh, alumni weekend celebration. Beautiful yeah. weather, slight breeze, not too sunny, not too cool. I would say it's just right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's let's recap. Absolutely. What a fabulous, like you said, stunning weekend it was, don't you think? It was beautiful. Yeah. The cherry blossoms were blooming, cool ocean breezes were flowing through the redwoods, great conversations were had, alumni reconnected, toasts were made. People seemed to love hanging out at the renovated and recently reopened Quarry Amphitheater. Yes, it was shuttered for a while, and now it's just come alive again. The place was hopping in so many different ways. Exactly. I certainly enjoyed hanging out there. That space, just there's just something kind of magical about it. There's something abuzz. And there were all sorts of things to do during the weekend, like making tie-dye T-shirts at a maker's fair and hearing a lecture from a revered professor in that very Cory Amphitheater. There were frozen chocolate-covered bananas at the cam- after the campus 5K fun run, and there was yummy free ice cream at lunch. Sammy the Slug was there. There were free slug taxis driven by campus staff. And KZSC alumni took to the airways for the station's 50th anniversary. And that's just a few of the plethora of things that were going on at Alumni Weekend. So returning alumni were never at a loss for things to do, people to meet, beer glasses to drain, and topics to explore. But prodigal banana slugs also had time to look back and reflect on how their time at UC Santa Cruz molded their philosophies, lives, and career outlooks. I met lots of them while I was wandering around interviewing people for a podcast, and you probably did too. I met a ton of people, people whose occupations range from uh, a guy who uh, is a, he refuels airplanes while they're still in the air, incredibly enough. I met professors, I met lawyers, I met actresses, I met authors, people who do all kinds of amazing things. And, and you can't tell by looking at somebody what kind of surprises they have in store for you. And a lot of them told me that UC Santa Cruz really molded their outlooks and influenced their occupations. Yeah. It was very cool. Photos, our recap story, that podcast I mentioned, and more are going to be at alumniweekend.ucsc.edu. And we'll see you next year during the last weekend of April or before. Hoping to catch up with you then. Yeah. Here's a story from the spring issue of UC Santa Cruz Magazine, which came out in March and is online at magazine.ucsc.edu. One of our alumni who's also a current UC Santa Cruz grad student, Mauricio Ramirez, studies the murals of San Francisco's Mission District. 
He's an oral historian, interpreter, and, as he puts it, an interlocutor for murals that speak for immigrants from all over the world, including his ancestral homeland, El Salvador. His parents fled the country in the 1980s in the midst of the brutal civil war there that lasted until 1992 and killed 75,000 people. Public murals give a voice to the community, he thinks, and in this sense, the community reclaims its public space. Ramirez is an Oaks 11 alumnus who majored in art, and he's now a third-year doctoral student in Latin American and Latino studies with an emphasis on visual studies. And he showed you Balmy Alley, right, Dan? That's right. Balmy Alley is the name of uh, a street. It's a block-long public art display between 24th and 25th streets in the Mission District. And you really need to see this if you're ever in the Mission. It's just this incredible color splashed mm. streetscape showing you histories of, of El Salvador and Nicaragua and immigration issues and in San Francisco gentrification issues. There's just so much artistry and soul in these mm. pictures and to just walk through and have it surround you is a deeply powerful experience. That sounds very cool. And while California's Chicano art mu movement has received a lot of attention from academics, relatively little has been said about Central American art and specifically Salvadoran murals. That's why Ramirez dedicated his life to telling the story of San Francisco's Central American themed murals, collecting expansive oral histories from the artists, doing academic studies of the murals as part of his work toward his PhD, and teaching art, murals, mural history, and life skills at juvenile halls in San Mateo and San Francisco with the nonprofit The Imagine Bus Project. He also makes art of his own, either alone or as part of mural projects. You can read this story and others at magazine.ucsc.edu, and it's by my colleague Dan White. Thank you. I hope you check that out, and I hope you go see The Alley uh, yeah. after you read the story. Just uh, take your copy of the magazine and go right to The Alley, and you're going to learn some new things. Yeah. All right, and next, here is something that will benefit all UC students. Three years ago, one of UC Santa Cruz's biologists, Grant Hartzog, and local physician Dr. Greg Gates launched a new course at UC Santa Cruz titled Studies in Medicine, It's Art, History, Science, and Philosophy. The course was a general one designed for both science majors and non-majors to kind of dip their toes into the vast ocean of the modern healthcare marketplace. And now, here's some great news. Thanks to a grant from UC's Innovative Learning Technology Initiative, Hartzog is working to take the popular course online and make it available to all UC students in spring 2019. Hartzog, who is a professor of molecular cell and developmental biology, tries to teach his students to be critical thinkers to really evaluate what they're told about healthcare and assess whether the information being advertised to them is reliable. We can all use some of this, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Hartzog worked with Gates, who's a retired emergency room physician, to design the studies in medicine course. The two co-teach each class, with Gates sharing an insider's perspective on how physicians gather information and solve problems, and what patients can reasonably expect from Western medicine. Gates' goal is to create a more educated populace and help students discern the difference between real medicine and quackery. 
And if you've seen any of the misinformation and confusion floating around online and on social media these days, you'll know this type of education is sorely needed. Absolutely. I love the idea of that common knowledge that people can share by taking this this sort of course. I know. All right, Dan, uh, what's on your news radar? Absolutely. I I also have some exciting uh, medical-related news. Theodore Holman, he's a chemistry professor right here at UC Santa Cruz. He's helping to bring a new treatment that could really help people who have suffered strokes. And a National Institutes of Health grant is helping him and his partner in this drug development, Klaus van Leyen, uh, who's at Massachusetts General Hospital. Now, Holman points out that there is a big need for a new kind of stroke drug. Now, most strokes uh, happen because there's a blood clot that blocks off a blood vessel that's carrying vital oxygen to your brain. Mm. Now, there's an existing drug that can melt, kind of dissolve the clot, and of course, restore the blood flow, but not many stroke patients really take this drug because there are risks, big risks Mm. inherent with that particular drug. Now, Holman and Van Leyen's drug is quite different the way it works. It works in a different way because what it does is, uh, rather than kind of open up the clotting, what it does is it inhibits the activity of the specific enzyme that causes cell death in the brain after the stroke. So in other words, the drug treatment could protect cells and reduce the amount of damage in the brain that you have after getting a stroke. They found that mice that have suffered strokes, actually induced strokes, could uh, have really benefited from the drug. So there's some chance that this new drug could be used in conjunction with an existing unclotting drug, mm. or perhaps stand on its own someday. It's still in an experimental phase. The next logical phase, of course, would be clinical trials. It's very, very expensive to make those trials happen, but there's this big uh, NIH uh, grant $1.5 million in direct funding, another $8.5 million in support funds that could bring this drug to phase one clinical trials within the next five years. Now, Holman has called this grant the golden ticket that will enable him and his partner to take their drug from the lab bench to clinical trials and eventually to the marketplace, hoping to solve this stroke oh, dilemma. Wow, that is fascinating. So it actually strengthens and protects the brain tissue around the clot. In a sense, by kind of preventing that kind of damage or offsetting that kind of damage. So it's really achieving a similar goal, but in a very different kind of way. Yeah. And so it'll be really interesting to see what the future holds for this drug. And it's really exciting to to find out this research and this real world impact, of course, is happening in this lab. Uh, Yeah, right here at UC Santa Cruz. Where big things can happen. Yeah. Another story about doing good in the world, uh, UC Santa Cruz undergrad and Eric Medina won $15,000 in scholarship funds to bring brand new life to the uh, Oaks Garden at Oaks College, of course, make it into a reliable source of healthy food. Now, I should point out to you that the uh, Oaks Gardens get a really long and fascinating history at UC Santa Cruz. It started out in the 1970s, the big back to uh, land movement as a community veggie garden, but unfortunately interest kind of fell off after a while. It was abandoned and kind of lay fallow. Now a groundskeeper at UC Santa Cruz brought it back in 1997 and planted herbs, ornamental things like that. Then 10 years later, in the mid-2000s, 2007 or so, it became part of UC Santa Cruz's edible uh, food project, edible UC Santa Cruz. So it looks to me like this is the next big logical step for the garden is to become this productive veggie garden. Now, Bedina's a busy fellow. He's a double major, ecology, evolutionary biology, and 
evolutionary biology, I should say, in Latin American Latino studies. But in spite of this, he's taken it upon himself to rejuvenate this garden using funds from this scholarship. He grew up in Mendocino, and food and sustainable gardening have always been really important for him. So I'm wishing him all the best and best luck with this Oaks Garden re Rejuvenation. Yeah, that is fantastic to hear. And it'll join other gardens at different colleges all around campus. And um, it'll be a great education. That's very cool. And it's also part of UCSC, uh, UC Santa Cruz history. Yeah. That's coming back. You know, I was over there at Oaks College during Alumni Weekend and once again just marveling at the view from there. It's just, wow. That's a showstopper, that kind yeah. of unbroken look at the sparkling Monterey Bay. I know. It's, it's amazing. I mean, if I were there, I don't know. It would be hard to concentrate. It's amazing. <laughs> we have all these scholars, people doing all this real-world stuff, and I would just sort of stare so at the view. staring and, out. Yeah. All right, so we've got some great sounding events coming up. We do. We have more events than you can even possibly go to, but you've just got to mark off your calendar and do yeah. your best. I want to mention that the award-winning biologist and writer Sean B. Carroll is coming to speak at UC Santa Cruz at the Musical Recital Hall on Thursday, May 10th at 7 p.m. Admission is free, internationally recognized evolutionary biologist. The presentation will be called Butterfly Spots and Rattlesnake Tales. It's the 2018... <laughs> cool name. You can't think of a cool name. 2018 Robert L. Sinsheimer Distinguished Lecture, sponsored by the Department of Molecular Cell and Developmental Biology. You really shouldn't miss this because he'll talk a little bit about the central questions of evolution, specifically the way that novelty in these creatures comes about in evolution. His laboratory has been focused on genetic mechanisms underlining the evolution of animal forms and on uh, biochemical novelties, such as the evolution of something pretty icky, snake venom. So <laughs> expect to learn a lot. Uh, also, another really big one that sounds just amazing, climate change activist Bill McKibben. You know, he's much more than that. He's also a New Yorker contributor, best-selling author, quite a wonderful mm. writer. Cool. Um, and the whistleblower Daniel Ellsberg, uh, best known for a sheaf of documents known as the Pentagon Papers. Yeah. It's a big old deal. Uh, Two crusading global leaders who will be among the honorees at uh, May 15th through the 17th at the UC Santa Cruz for the Right Livelihood Conference, three-day series of public events focused on advancing social and environmental justice. I should point out that Ellsberg, the Pentagon Papers, was uh, subject of a new movie, The Post. Uh, huh. This is dubbed the Alternative Nobel Prize. Alternative Nobel Prize. The award was established in 1980 to honor and support courageous people and organizations offering visionary and exemplary solutions to the root causes of global problems. So, should be a remarkable time. Wow, there's and there's going to be some heavy hitters there. That's for sure. Absolutely. All right, and one more. The 18th season of the Miriam Ellis International Playhouse will be May 17 through May 20 at 8 p.m. at the Stevenson Event Center on campus. It's presented by the Department of Languages and Applied Linguistics and Cowell and Stevenson Colleges. And it's a unique multilingual program featuring students in fully staged excerpts of short works in Punjabi, first time in Punjabi, French, German, and Spanish with English supertitles. There's no admission charge, and nearby parking is $4. Go to the UC Santa Cruz events calendar and search International Playhouse for details. All right, so that's all the news we've got for you today, but I will say 
Happy Cinco de Mayo for tomorrow. Yes, and may the force be with you even then. Don't overdo it, though. <laughs> right. Not too much force in the yeah. margaritas. Restrain All right. your force. <laughs> All right. Have a great one. I'll talk to you later.